Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. What a difference a week can make. A week ago, there's the all uh, the, the, the Jay-Z song, Bleep Was All Good, just a week ago. And that's how it's felt for both of the baseball teams in town. I remember talking about how my goal for both the Cubs and the Sox was that we could just have a nice, relaxed weekend where neither one of the teams needed anything. That the Cubs could wrap up the the NL Central and the White Sox could wrap up the AL Central. They could play to set their rotations and not get hurt. Like that being the goal of what both teams were, were going to do. Since then, things have gone terribly for both teams and if you've been following the loho daily podcast you know that i've been i've been talking a lot about what's happening with the white Sox. let me speak on what's going on with the cubs i'll get to the white Sox. don't you worry cubs have lost three in a row the fact that they've lost games to pittsburgh is i mean come on that pittsburgh team is trash 18 total wins for them this season I think they're the worst team in baseball. And the Cubs continue to struggle scoring runs over the last few games. If you look, they had two hits against Pittsburgh on Thursday. It was an ugly, ugly series where they scored a total of three runs. They averaged, I'm sorry, because I forgot about that first game they played. So four-game series, they scored eight runs. So they were averaging two runs a game. But in their last three games, they scored three runs against a Pittsburgh team that is not good at all. The problems with the Cubs have been pretty apparent all season long. Offensively, they have struggled to be potent. Like there's, There hasn't been a lot of danger in their lineup over the last two weeks, like Ian Happ, for example, who, you know, I, I felt like was playing at an MVP level. I thought that he he would probably get some votes for American, I'm sorry, National League MVP. And if you look at what's happened with him over the last couple of weeks, he's fallen off the table. Like the regression for Ian Happ has been hardcore. And basically, you had Hap and Hayward and Contreras for a little bit being the real offensive engine for the Cubs. Let's talk about Ian Hap's season. This guy was on such a roll, and I've nicknamed him Ian. Y'all ain't never sending me back to Iowa, Hap. He's been on such a roll all season long. And then we got to September. And you talk about a real dip. Ian Happ over the last seven days. Here's a slash line. 100, 182, 100. An OPS at 282. The last 14 days. 163, 234, 186. The last 28 days. So basically the entire month of September. 227, 292, 464. There's the slug, but it was more than two weeks ago. 
for 756 for which makes him about an average player. Now let's go back. Let's look at his August. Let's look at his July. His July he was 261 32565. In August, he was amazing. 302 439 644 an OPS of 1079. And in September, it's been 207, 278, 366. The other guys in that lineup for the Cubs haven't been there all year. Javier Baez, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant. They haven't really clicked on in a meaningful way all season long. Their starting pitching, for the most part, has still been pretty good. John Lester has only given up Two runs in his last 17 innings. Hugh Darvish hasn't been spectacular, but he's been solid. Same thing for Kyle Hendricks. Alec Mills got got beat up real bad on Thursday. They're starting pitching, and the back end of their bullpen has been fine. They struggle to score runs. And when you're going to, in a three-game series, see the two best pitchers that... They have. That is a real struggle for you. Like looking at who they would even match up against right now, I I don't I don't know how you could feel overly confident. It's a shame too, because this division should have been easily won by the Cubs. Like they should have they should have run away and hid in this. And overall, they'll still have a good season. Record-wise and win percentage-wise, no matter what happens this weekend against the White Sox, but man, you didn't want any of these games to really mean anything. Meanwhile, over on the South Side, it's been a disaster. It has been an unmitigated. The last week of baseball has been an unmitigated disaster for the White Sox. They, their bullpen had been one of their strengths. Injuries happen, ineffectiveness. You've had guys kind of shuffled in and out. I was really cool with the idea of Steve Ciszek being moved out because he hasn't pitched well all season. The Ross Detweiler thing I thought was a little weird because Detweiler's been an effective pitcher. But you make those moves because Aaron Bummer is one of your best high leverage guys that you have. He fits perfectly in what it is that you want to do to get the ball to Colome. And having Rodon, having another power arm, I guess you could call it, from the left side has value to it. I'm still trying to get through, get to understand what Ricky Renteria was thinking Thursday night. And I don't want to rehash that because there's a whole podcast that you can listen to on the entire subject of that. But what I am concerned with, and thank God they got an off day for Luis Robert. I'm hoping that it helps kind of recharge his batteries, but welcome back into the fray. Now you're going up against one of the best pitchers in the National League in you, Darvish. This has been a tremendous stumble, and I won't say that it's ruined how I felt about the 2020 White Sox, but it makes me very skeptical on what would have happened to this team if there were 162 games in this season instead of just 60. 
we're seeing them play their worst at the worst time. And that's really unfortunate. So now you think about, oh, yeah, it's always fun when the Cubs and the Sox get together. Sure. But both of these teams now need a feel-good before they step into the playoffs. There is some precedent for teams playing badly in the regular season and then turning it on in the postseason. You could just be a matchup away, like maybe there's a pitcher that you're going up against that you hit hard. And I know people will look at the 2005 White Sox and be like, hey, look at them. They stumbled down the stretch. Yeah, and they never were not in first place. And when they had to beat three teams out of their division to to win the division, they did it. This White Sox team had it in front of them. That all that they needed to do to eliminate the, the, the Indians from contention in the American League Central was to not get swept. That's all they had to do. Get one win and tick games off. And now... The White Sox are one game behind the Twins, and Cleveland is two games behind. So, it's extremely frustrating, and I'm sure that everyone around the White Sox feels frustrated too. But this doesn't look like a team that is set up for success in the postseason. And and I could be wrong, and I'd love to be wrong on this. But you've got a young player who has clearly hit a wall. And I mean that figuratively, not literally, with Luis Robert. He's clearly hit a wall, and no one seems to be able to help him get out of it. I pointed it out in the pod yesterday, and I I think it bears repeating. I really appreciate what Yoan Moncada is doing. He is not 100%. He is still dealing with the ramifications of COVID-19. And he is busting his ass trying to get three bases. I give him a lot of credit and a lot of love for that because it's it's not easy. The good news for the White Sox, which is bad news for the Cubs, the, the Reds are playing the Twins. And the Reds are looking at an opportunity to clinch a playoff berth. They'd like to finish second. I mean, they could technically, I guess win the division, but they like to finish second and get themselves into the playoffs. And I believe Trevor Bauer, let me look to see if Bauer's going tonight. No, it'll be Maley tonight versus Barrios. And then we'll see. Maybe they'll, because they want to have Bauer pitch game one, I'm sure, of whatever playoff that they get in, but you kind of have to get into the playoffs. So Saturday's game is TBD for them. So that's the good news that you have a hungry Reds team trying to get into the playoffs versus a Twins team that is hungry because now they can win the division. So I'll be keeping track of that. The Cardinals, I'm not that worried, but they've got double headers, man. They they just got to make them up. So they've got double headers with the Brewers, and the Brewers are trying to get into the playoffs as well. They've kind of fought themselves back into a position where they might be able to do it. But I'm just it's so frustrating. Like it's so frustrating seeing the the White Sox struggle the way that they have over the last few games and seeing games that, that shouldn't have to matter now matter for both of those teams. 
both of these teams need wins. One win would, would probably do it for the Cubs. They would feel secure. The White Sox have got to scratch, fight, and claw to not be, to win the division. They got to scratch, fight, and claw. And how horrible would it be that they were the first team to clinch a playoff spot in the American League and then they end up being a wild card? That would feel awful. So there's a lot to be gained from this weekend for both teams, and I really wish it didn't come down. Like, I wish they didn't have to go through each other to, to do this, but they, they only have themselves to blame. They could have made it very easy on themselves by just taking care of business against division rivals, and they were not able to do that. Here's to the weekend. The Bears play on Sunday. That's good, right? Thanks for listening.